0: Welcome, glad to have you with us on a Think Tank Thursday. It's seven minutes after nine o'clock, and boy, Dave Roland is going to be with us. You're going to want to listen. If, you, uh, if you're if you in a location where you can't get a radio signal, uh, go to GaryNolan.com. I believe there's a live listen link there. You can get it on your smartphone. Um, but uh, Dave Roland is going to be with us. He is going to be listening to the Supreme Court Justices uh, as they hear the trump ballot uh uh ban case, and he will be reporting to us uh and that'll be about eleven fifteen or so he's got some other cases to chat about as well, uh including a rather bizarre ruling uh the Hawaii Supreme Court had uh that, that held the, <laughs> that Bruin was wrongly decided anyway we'll get to all that uh then uh we've got um the uh, Como Buzz segment of the program for Columbia residents, that'll last from 11 to about 11.10. What's going on in the city of Columbia? Uh, well, Mike Murphy's the guy that knows, and he will be with us for that segment. The Show Me Institute is going to be with us, and uh, we've got um, uh, uh, Ron Calzone. Uh, what, uh, what is FRA? and why the Republicans' approach to it is all wrong. Uh, Jim Babka did a segment on uh, that. uh, It's not exactly chewing tobacco, but it's a a nicotine uh, delivery system that uh, the the Democrats want to ban. So he's, I think, going to talk about that. We kick the program off as we always do on Think Tank Thursday with Kevin Jackson. The com. Good morning, Mr. Jackson. How are you? What's going on, Nolan? I'm hanging hey, in
1: there, man. You're only a week late, but that's okay. <laughs> yeah. A- yeah I, told, I told Brian what my excuse was for missing last week. But it, it is Black History Month, so, hey. <laughs> Get over it. <laughs> By the way, I did you a favor. You know, that I didn't do the racist thing and show up. <laughs> 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 you think this job
0: is easy, people. i got to deal with guys like this all the time. Uh, let's go back and uh, take a look at uh, the legislature and what they did in Washington uh, with Mayorkas. Uh It turns out that uh, it was a dead heat. If it's a dead heat and it goes down that way, it can't come back. But if it's uh, lopsided one way or the other, if it's uh, lopsided in the negative, they can bring it back. Uh, and of course, if it was lopsided to the positive, then they would have uh, been introducing uh, evidence to uh, impeach Mayorkas.
1: Hey, look, why aren't they impeaching Biden? Why are you impeaching Mayorkas? We got enough evidence. I I was thinking about this literally doing my show today. I was thinking about we have so much evidence. In everything that we're talking about, all these so-called conspiracy theories, and think about how powerful you have to be to essentially say to America, "We cheated you in the elections. We created a January 6th insurrection that is of our creation and arrested American citizens. We've uh, we we know that the vaccine hurt people, so we committed genocide on a on a level." that is second in, in, I mean, there's nothing like it in history. And we did it right in front of your face. And what are you going to do about it? But meanwhile, Vladimir Putin, well, he kills his enemies. You know, so he's, I don't know, Putin's probably killed three or four or five people, maybe 10. But he hasn't done a fraction of what the Democrats are doing today in our faces. But he's the bad guy internationally. And you know who the bad guy is here locally and, and domestically? Donald Trump, of course he's the bad guy so what we've noticed is these guys pick and choose the bad guys they use the media to lie and cajole and then we go well let's get mayorkas mayorkas isn't the one who opened the border it was joe biden and joe biden undid what trump did to close the border and what do they do i literally heard joe biden and others say it's trump's fault that we have this invasion now I don't know how the audience is is taking what I'm telling you, but when you realize that Donald Trump had practically shut that border down, certainly in terms of what immigration levels were under baby black Jesus, and then we get what we have now, and then you want to blame Trump and and do it right in front of our faces, it tells you how powerful they think they are. The idea that Joe Biden is actually considered still – uh, a potential presidential candidate for the Democrats right now is astounding to me when you consider what would be happening if Trump, if we flipped the script and made Trump into Biden. It's insane. Well, uh, Brian, how did I uh, uh, open this can of worms? I, I can't
0: remember. It's been so long and and you can't get a word in sledgewise. Oh, Brian, who is that
1: on my program? Who's the caller? Oh,
0: no, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Uh, do other hosts have to put
0: up with this? Or are you are you nicer to them? Listen, uh, so I agree with you. The Myarcus thing uh, w- w- was the wrong direction to go, but I think it was, I think it it hurt uh, the Republicans, and I also think it hurt the Republicans uh, to propose the deal that they did on the border, uh, which also went down in flames. Yeah, that
1: was just stupid.
0: Now the now the administration can say, "See, we tried. The Republicans nah, shot it down. Nah, that's not going to happen.
1: The, oh, the then Democrat- know what's not going to happen? They're not going to make that argument, or it's not going to be sold. It's not going to be sold. It oh, would be. Okay. It's, it's like selling Bidenflation. Is you know, like oh, it's good for you. You know, yeah. <laughs> so again, look, I don't look. I've been looking at this for I mean, I've been looking at it a long time, but I'm seeing videos of black guys these men on the street interviews where they're like, man, Trump is my man. And, you know, I heard one kid go, you know, I, they had me believing this against Trump, but now I'm different. I, I don't, I no longer believe that. And and I, I predicted this once they started trying to persecute Trump, that they were black guys are going to wake up and go, oh, so this isn't a black issue. This is a, an ideological issue. And that's what's happened. And so if you think, that people didn't realize that Donald Trump wanted... The, the point is, nobody's going to believe that this isn't a Biden problem, the border.
0: Well, there are some pretty stupid people out there. And uh, you've you got to admit, there are some pretty, pretty stupid people.
1: They're waking up, though, Gary. These people are waking up. Look, there's been nothing... This has been... And I've said this many times. This is the best possible time to be a conservative. Because every lie is being revealed and people have are recognizing this. I'm telling you, don't ask me. Ask the audience who are they seeing some of their people wake up. I mean, we've got Jamie Dimon of Goldman's, of uh, J.P. Morgan. Yeah. We got the billionaire, the guy out of, uh, I can't pronounce his name, but he's an Indian guy talking about same thing essentially Jamie Dimon said and many others. You're seeing videos of people talking about, I can't afford to live, but I could under Trump. He's breaking up again. His
0: Obama phone is failing him, uh, so I'll we're going to call you back on my cell. All right, we're going to call you back on the uh, yeah. So we got to go to break anyway, and when we come back, we'll finish. Uh, we'll finish. We'll finish Kevin off. That's what we'll do. Uh, you're listening to the Gary Nolan Show. It's Think Tank Thursday on the Zimmer Radio Network. It's nine nineteen, and we've got Kevin Jackson back. Kevin Jackson Network. Jim Babka uh, did a piece on this. What was the name of that uh, Zin? Is that what it was called? The the uh, nicotine thing that uh, something
2: like that, yeah,
0: yeah. He he did a piece on that. We'll we'll dig into it. I actually helped him uh, get some information on that, uh, and I'm curious to see what uh, what he concluded. But it's up on his uh, podcast. In the meantime, Kevin Jackson, the Kevin Jackson Network dot com, and Kevin mental acuity. That's what you want in the in the White House. You don't want somebody uh, who's uh, the traffic in his train of thought is really light on the tracks. And and uh, so, so I want to play this and, uh, and get your opinion. Uh, go ahead.
1: There is some movement, and I don't want to. I don't want to. Well, maybe choose my words. There's some movement. There's been a response from the. Uh, the, the there's been a
0: response from. <laughs> I'm sorry. It is
1: so painful. It is so painful. You guys guys have that clip that plays during the break on the whole, you know, when the dude is interpreting Biden speak, and it's hysterical. But, you know, look, it's sad that we had a cabal that decided to take out a guy who was doing a really good job and replace him with a man who people knew had didn't have the mental acuity to do the job. He didn't have the background to do it, but they put him in there and you've seen a steady decline. And and when you see Biden, when he's like that, the meds that they put him on, they keep him pumped up for a little while when he's going out to do something, they're wearing off. And so he starts to, you know, kind of fade. And he always ends it with, well, anyway. Yeah, because, which is really funny to me. I was just going to do a montage of the deal where he goes. He says something. And he goes, "Well, anyway," because he's out of ideas. It's done, you know. He and, and and you know, it's so sad. But the saddest part about the whole thing is this is a guy setting policy, and supposedly setting policy for us in America. And and as I was saying before, my Obama phone went out during the break. <laughs> you know that. You know, you've got a guy here that people put in charge and and they want us to believe that Putin is bad when Joe Biden presided over. a pandemic that killed many people. He's absolutely persecuting a man using the entirety of the DOJ. And there's a clip floating around where J.D. Vance proves that he used the SEC to go after Donald Trump. They're using J6 nonsense by saying Trump actually disputed the results of the election. And there's video after video circulating of Democrats and particularly Hillary Clinton disputing the results of the uh of the presidential election that she was in. I mean, on and on and on. And, and it, what it's doing is it's making people realize just how bad the system works. And we would have never seen this in, in, if Trump had not lost in 2020. I mean, I'm glad he, there's a part of me that wishes he won, obviously, because we wouldn't have Ketanji Jackson Brown you know, and we would have a seven-two Supreme Court, which might actually give us an advantage <laughs> because <laughs> these days we don't seem to have one. But you know, but his losing really did expose how bad the deep state is, and I, I think there's a there's a that's the silver lining that came from it.
0: All right, so they have finished the investigation into uh, Biden in the top secret documents that he kept in the garage next to his Corvette. And I can't think of a better distraction. You know, I I envision a communist Chinese uh, breaking into his garage, headed for the papers, and they see the car and they go, wow, look at the car. <laughs> and they forget all about the top secret documents. Uh, but they finish the report on that. I don't understand uh, how he's not in trouble right away on the, uh, the, the top secret documents he took out of the skiff when he was in the Senate. I don't understand how that's not a huge problem.
1: He couldn't take him out when he was a senator, and he wasn't supposed to take him out as a VP. And it wasn't one location. It was multiple locations, including the, uh, the place that he had the uh, supposed think tank, that makes me chuckle when I think about Biden, but the supposed <laughs> think tank he had at, at the University of Pennsylvania. So there's more places, but he's been exonerated. But guess what? They're still looking into Trump. They raided Mar-a-Lago. I even saw a story where they said Trump even has a more secret place that there could be more documents and stuff. It's ridiculous. And well, so, what the doc, yeah. what
0: the what the uh, uh, the Democrats are going to say is that Trump didn't cooperate, uh, but Biden has, and that now what? And, and, okay, and, fine. And That's now it. we have to wonder uh, when we're going to get to see the report. And I guess the uh, the administration is worried there might be photographs. You know how they had all those photographs of uh, uh, Donald Trump's Mar-a-Lago estate and the top secret stuff. They're concerned that there will be photographs in this report that will hurt Biden uh, that show top-secret documents, like in the garage.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Well, look, what do we need to see? We know for a fact he had top-secret documents. We've seen the photo by the Corvette where he had top-secret documents there. What more do you need to see? In Donald Trump, they had to raid to get his. There was no pictures of them by his cars. So this is just more of the the nonsense. And as I said earlier, I don't know if you guys heard it, but the idea that these guys can so blatantly and openly do things and get away with it. And all you got to do is flip any story you want. Flip the story of the the chinese and and dealing with the with the biden family make it the trump family and ask yourself what would we be covering would we be worried about mayorkas and the border issue but put donald trump in the presidency let this invasion happen and and look for blame and do you think we would be talking about impeaching donald trump's border guy or you know whatever immigration guy immigrations are do you think that we'd be talking about impeaching donald trump so all this stuff is so blatant that it's it's waking up even what I would call the, the typical American that wasn't paying attention. And I, I'm telling you, I've watched video after video. I just watched another one of them interviewing in Chicago, and there are people in the hood saying, FJB. They're saying Trump is my man, and on down the list. And, the, and it's not like somebody selectively asking these folks. It's just ordinary men on the street. And the reason why they need all these immigrants, these illegals—they call them migrants. These illegals coming in is because they no longer have control of the black vote.
0: Well, I, I, I do know that uh, the Hispanic vote is slipping away, and the black votes are slipping away. The uh, youth I, vote? Yeah, the youth vote is uh, is all changing. I'm not convinced that it's going to be by any means a landslide, Uh, but it it is certainly going to be interesting. I don't trust the polling data anymore.
1: Uh, Well, the polls have Donald Trump up. You saw that NBC poll that said, first time in 16 times we've done this, that Trump is now ahead by five points. Go look at that poll back in the 2000s. In the they had Trump down by as many as 14 points under Biden in that poll. No poll in the history of polling has Donald Trump been 14 points under Joe Biden. But they now have him five points over Joe Biden. So imagine what the polls really are when you think about that, 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 those kind of numbers. Donald Trump is leading Joe Biden by a minimum of double digits in any real poll. It, 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 I, I'm convinced of that. And so it's just, it, again, I don't believe the polls, but I do believe Trump's winning. Is he winning by five points? No, he's winning by probably 15.
0: Okay. Well, we're going to keep a close eye on it uh, with Kevin Jackson, the KevinJacksonNetwork.com. Uh, is there anything uh, you want to tell us about that's going on at the Kevin Jackson Network?
1: I will tell you guys. Uh, I'm not going to announce it now. I'm going to talk to you offline about it. But yeah, we finally got our home done. 3.5 million people on the network that we're going to be building on, and I will make an announcement on it. Very slick stuff going on. So we'll we'll talk about it. All right. I'll uh, you give me a call oh, and, and, my- go, and go go to go to my website and check out my Trump shoes. I know you're going to want to get a pair of those. <laughs> 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 All right. <laughs> Kevin. I'm dead serious. We have Trump shoes. You got to go check them out. They're they're very cool.
0: <laughs> all right, I will I will check out. Are they golf shoes? Just regular shoes? What?
1: Regular tennis shoes. They look like Converse's, but they're they're Trump shoes. All right. I'm gonna get uh, Trump to autograph a pair and, and get them for you, and you can auction them off on on the show.
0: All right. And what do you for want charity. us to donate the proceeds to?
1: No, give them, give them to give your charity favorite charity.
0: All right, I'll I'll do that. It's the HGNS. <laughs> Uh, that's the Help Gary <laughs> Nolan Society. All right, Kevin, thanks, buddy. Appreciate it. Take care. All right, take care. All right, bye-bye. Uh, all right, Jim Babka is coming up. Uh, apparently, uh, the Democrats want to go after a, a new nicotine delivery system, and they're making a big brouhaha about it. Uh, and he's dug up some information on that. In the meantime, Brian Hansen is engineering pushing the buttons. Brian uh, really tore himself up shaving this morning. It was it was really yeah. It was uh, your, your really legs uh, are awful. Messy I'm telling you, scene. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The legs are awful. All right. Uh, so uh, we've got that. We've uh, don't forget the uh, Supreme Court is hearing the case right now about Donald Trump being on the ballot. And uh, frankly, Dave Roland, who is our constitutional resident constitutional attorney, is listening to the case right now. Uh, his insight has been really good in the past, and he's going to share. Uh, he'll he'll tell us some of the things that were said, uh, and what direction he thinks they're leaning. I would be surprised, Brian. I mean, I would really be surprised if they if they concluded that he can't. Uh, in some cases beyond the ballot. I yeah, me too. You know based on why the law was written and how the law was written, uh, not to mention the fact that he hasn't been found guilty of insurrection. How can you say he's not on because he's been you know he's guilty of insurrection when nobody has tried him for that. <laughs> only in a Democrat world. Crazy. But this will clear it all up, so we're going to get his uh, his ke- keen insight. Uh, in the meantime, Jim Babka up next. Think Tank Thursday, Gary Nolan, Zimmer Radio Network. This is the Gary Nolan Show. It's 9.35. Quick reminder at 11.15. Um, our our resident uh, a, a constitutionalist attorney is uh, going to be on the program, uh, Dave Rowland. He is listening to the arguments of the Supreme Court right now, and uh, he has taken notes. He will give us quotes, and he will give his opinion. He's been very good at uh, at reading the Supreme Court, so I'll be curious to get his uh, his insight. That'll be about 11.15 this morning. Uh, Dale sent me a message. He said, tired of hearing people like Kevin talk about illegal immigrants. The border should be open. Uh, Ellis Isle style with checkpoints, Make, uh, but no restrictions on how many from any country. Just make sure they're not on a terrorist list uh, watch group uh, and they don't have any deadly diseases. A small business owner, we could sure use the workers. They actually want to work. <laughs> well... There's a lot in that I don't disagree with, Dale. I really do have, uh, uh, have the opinion that you have pretty much hit the nail on the head. In the meantime, Jim Babka is with us, uh, and it is uh, his, latest, uh, his latest video, which is on a variety of platforms. I th- is it up, the one on, uh, on uh, the nicotine replacement?
2: Uh, it's yes. Yes, it's Zin? there. And it's, it's not setting the world on fire. It's not. It's smoke. It's smokeless. So maybe we shouldn't have expected that. But I, I, no, it's. I, I. I didn't think. I thought, You know, we've had some episodes that have done really, really well lately, and this one's performing, below. Uh, we're not. We're not getting as much attention to this one.
0: Underperforming.
2: Underperforming. Um, what was the uh, What was the headline? Uh, did... Well, the name of the show is "Forgive Us Our Zen," which I think fits well with our kind of our gracearchy theme. But it, it, we we uh, we pointed out that Chuck Schumer has this uh, this game that he plays where he basically uh, you know holds people up, He extorts uh, various uh, companies, he threatens them with uh, with bureaucratic power that he can send in their direction uh, to destroy them uh, on the basis that they that he's protecting the children, and uh, the children aren't being protected here. This is a, a simple you know economics question of uh trade offs, a very small percentage of children have actually even touched this product. I mean even touched it once. Uh it's under two percent. And uh of those who uh uh have very uh, and, and who've used it more than once, seventy five percent of them uh are smokers already. They're using uh uh cigarettes.
0: Something that is loaded with carcinogens versus nicotine, which is not a carcinogen.
2: Yeah, this is one of the things we covered in the episode, and I would encourage people to go listen uh, to Forgive Us Our Zen, uh, Grace Arkey is the name of the show, because it's it's very similar in a lot of ways to caffeine. The way it's used, uh, the dosing that gets uh, put into the body, the fact that it's a natural product that we can get through some foods, uh, the fact that it has uh, no carcinogen effect, There is a connection made in the American mind, and there's a reason for this that we cover in detail in the show. But there is a a connection that basically runs kind of in a gish gallop from, well, first, you know, it's there's uh, nicotine is in cigarettes and cigarettes are bad and cigarettes cause cancer. And therefore, nicotine must be must be bad. It's not nicotine is not smoking. Uh, People who are using vaping products. Uh, one of the other, you know, interesting things here is that there's been, there's been been some bad science that's been used over the years.
1: <laughs> the
2: people who were allies in the fight against cigarettes are not necessarily allies at this moment in uh, in in the fight against nicotine delivery systems. There is tremendous evidence that a huge, huge uh, health impact would be experienced; that lives would be extended uh buy this these products, and the fact is it, even it appears to be the case that if they take flavors out that um, fewer people will use the product and more people will return to cigarette smoking.
0: Gee, that seems so logical and commonsensical who who'd have thunk it uh Do me a favor and change the title to that uh, to that video to you 're too stupid. <laughs> We'll have to do an episode on that at some point. Well, uh, seriously, do it, it change the name of that to You're Too Stupid, and maybe you could subtitle the Zin thing in there. But um, I think it, it, that's the whole point of this. Uh, they expect that everybody is too stupid and that they can't live without government regulation. And here's another example. and And there's some private marketplace influence on these battles that a lot of people aren't aware of.
2: No, uh, so uh, first I'm I'm gonna disagree slightly and say that I think that this is more shakedown than it is actual, you're too stupid. Um, Let me give you a a reason why, I'll give you one. There's like 30 I could give, but let me just give one. The, The science that they're arguing right now that for banning these products is that it could end up in the hands of children because it's flavored. The whole reason that they're using flavors is to reach children. Cherry, strawberry, vanilla, you know, daiquiri, whatever it is that you're having, these flavors are all designed to reach children because no adult could ever possibly want flavor in there.
0: Um, Brian, hold on, hold on so Brian, what, you, uh, what flavor are
2: you vaping? Uh, I'm vaping the Carney Fords, like a caramel, caramel, whatever you want
0: to call it, vanilla, um, tobacco combination. It's interesting because I vape uh, caramel brulee, uh, which is uh, well. That's because
2: I think we can say that's both because you're a couple of children. Ah, and, yes, and 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 we can go one step further and say Starbucks shouldn't exist either. I mean, everybody that goes to Starbucks <laughs> is also a child, right? Great point. Like every, if everybody would just want coffee, right? That's yeah. that would be the thing that they would. So, so this is the science. I'm just I you know it's all caps the science uh, upon which uh, these claims are based. So. I think this is a hold up. I think this is a stick up. I think there is a shakedown of these companies. They probably did not come in and pay due uh, homage uh, to the right masters in this particular situation.
0: Well, I think the sale to the public is that you're too stupid. The bottom line here is we have to do this because you're too stupid. The motivation behind it might be, you know, homage to the, to the uh, powers that be. But the sale to the public is: we have to do this. These people, you people, are too stupid. Your kids are getting in, in, are engaging in this, and it's going to kill them. And without us, blah blah blah. Uh,
2: There's a profit motive here, though. I mean, even politicians have profit motive in mind. And in fact, they're the main job. Your top level politicians have is to deliver money from one place to another. That's what they do, and they get a cut of it in between. That's what they do. So there's a, a stolen pot of loot, and their job is to deliver it out to various constituencies. And uh, they, you know, stealing is part of the game. They have to have income, and so these these businesses have not paid the right people uh, to be left alone, or they didn't pay them enough to be left alone. These are these are opportunities. These are targets. How do they pay? What do you, What do you mean they they haven't paid the right people? Um, their products. Well, they could be paying the Democratic Senatorial Campaign Committee. They could be paying the Democratic Party. They could be paying various campaigns. They could be helping them get the, the Senate majority uh, that Chuck Schumer wants to to to, main, to to maintain. That's that's you know that's how he gets paid. Uh, they could also be funding some of his favorite charities. You know, they could be doing, they could be doing a lot more, Gary. They're just not doing enough. <laughs> They'd be doing a lot
0: more, a lot more damage.
2: So I, uh, I know, I really believe that this is at the base of this whole thing. So you, you have a, a group of, you said it was private groups and we can get into this if you want to, but I'm just going to say they, they, they proudly waged a war from 1991 to 2011. And they say out loud that, that it was a war and they lay out, they wrote a victory document that explained all the things that they did to, Win the war, so I'm, I'm 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 quoting them, and then what? In 2011, they just all said, "Well, <gasps> guess we could all retire to the beach." They went looking for new causes, and they already had some experience, and so it's kind of fun to get the band back together and you know go do some more pillaging, and and uh, so there is there is some of that going on here uh, on the private side. Well, I know, um... and we identify a private the private player, by the way. Who who led all of this from 1991 to 2011 during the show, and we explained what they claimed that they did.
0: And and who is that group?
2: Ah, listen to the show. Oh, you dirty rat! I know <laughs> the answer. I've given away half the show right here, just talking to you. Honestly, I know the a, I
0: I know the answer, and if you pay the
2: right people, uh, it's, it's so this is a Nolan shakedown. Yeah. So you could yeah. be in politics. You should run for office.
0: I, I tried that once. I, I, I'm done. <laughs> 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 All right. Quick break. We'll be right back. <laughs> Jim Babka with us. I'm the Gary Nolan Show, the, the Zimmer Radio Network. It's 10 minutes to 10, and Jim Babka is with us. Grace Arkey on platforms everywhere, or you can just look up Jim Babka, B-A-B-K-A, uh, and uh, see his videos. Uh there is a, a headline in the Washington Post dealing with third party candidates and it, the story says uh, that goes on to say democratic alarm over third party challengers spoiling president Biden's reelection has been growing in recent weeks prompting a new push both inside the party and among allied outside groups to step up their efforts fighting back Democratic National Committee hired a new communications advisor last month to counter the third-party candidates. Uh, while outside groups working for Biden's election have been having discussions about a new organization that could coordinate about the wide range of threats. Uh, and then they go on the final paragraph here that I'll give you is a recent five-way national poll by Quinnipiac University that named Biden, Donald Trump, Robert Kennedy uh, Jr., Cornell West, and Jill Stein showed the combined third-party candidates drawing uh, nearly 20% of voters. So they're really... It's, it's interesting they didn't mention the Libertarians. We're the only third party, by the way, that will be probably on at least 48, if not all 50 states. But uh, they don't mention the LP. But that might be because we don't have uh, a candidate named yet. What do you think of this uh, this threat to the Democrats and, uh, and probably to the Republicans.
2: Well, I think that, you know, when people, we have people tell us, and we talk about this usually in the fall of an election year that you're wasting your vote. And there are basically, it's, it, this is one of those situations where tell me you don't know anything about statistics, democracy, um, the right to vote, tell me you don't know anything about any of those subjects without actually saying it, right? It, it's it's a really ignorant comment. Clearly, this scares the establishment. In 2016, uh, there was a hit unit uh, that featured the Obamas. Michelle and Barack both were in it, uh, working very specifically on behalf of the Clinton campaign to try to do things to Gary Johnson's campaign and to try to marginalize him. That was uh, they, they. We now have documents on it. We have evidence and proof of it. It was already somewhat evident at the time. Uh, they even, you know, they throw out nasty innuendo and rumor uh, about various things. They, they 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 staged the Aleppo moment. There was a whole bunch of things that they did to come after his campaign. So if it's if these votes that we have were wasted, why are they expending? And I'm telling you, a sizable amount of money. Uh, the, the, the estimate is that they spent fifty million dollars. $50 million on Gary Johnson, trying wow. to marginalize him in 2016. So, uh, you know, the other thing that's interesting to me about this situation, you brought up the ballot access thing. Most people don't understand ballot access. I did an instant grace, a short episode that said Robert Kennedy just dropped out of the race. And what I meant by that was he wasn't going to overcome these ballot access challenges. These hurdles are significant. The game is very, very rigged in the first place. And only the Libertarian Party consistently overcomes them. Uh, There was a peak third party era in uh, the year 2000 when there were four of them that got on enough ballots. That they could have been, if they would have won in the states that they were on, that they would have uh, secured an electoral college victory. Uh, but, you know, since then, that number has been below. And it really is down to, you know, one and sometimes two at this point. The Green Party usually manages to muster 35 or 40 ballots. Uh, and there's about 20 that are relatively easy to do. And I predicted at the time that Robert Kennedy wouldn't get much further than that. What we know now about his progress is that he's way, 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 way behind. He's only, as of two weeks ago, I haven't checked. In lately, he was only on one ballot. And some people are saying it's going to be surprising if you get on two dozen. So now he's actually saying, well, maybe I'll run for the Libertarian Party nomination. And I'll just tell everybody up front I don't care how popular he is. The Libertarian Party's made up of people who, who funded this enterprise because they care about principles. And that's what they're looking for. And his principles are very, very contrary. There's just no way that he's actually going to be able to secure it. I wouldn't be surprised if he came in fourth place trying to get the Libertarian nomination.
0: Yeah, what's uh, what, what um, he he's not a fan of uh, the COVID vaccine, the China flu vaccine, uh, and a lot of people are saying, "Oh, rah rah rah, Robert Kennedy," but he is uh, otherwise uh, completely out of sync with the libertarians.
2: Yeah, it's interesting because he's, he's, he did a lot of like, uh, you know, when he was running as, uh, as a Democrat, he, he was trying to get a lot of libertarians and, and and various people on the right to come over and like support his campaign. You know, maybe they Trump isn't quite their flavor or whatever and come over and support his campaign. And so one of the things that he did is he tried to pe- paste himself up there as a free speech advocate, that he really cares about the First Amendment, that he really believes everybody should be allowed to express themselves. But if we switch the topic to the environment, you'll find out very quickly quickly. He doesn't believe that at all. In fact, he actually believes you should be sued into oblivion uh, for questioning uh, anything, any of the dogma of the uh, environmentalist movement. And he's actually used some of those powers uh, in the past himself. So he, <laughs> I'm not quite sure that he's quite the free uh, free speech and free press argument, uh, advocate that he claims to be. Yeah. Um, speaking of uh, um but I just want to point out: you guys should keep this tape. I'll tell you, he's not going to make—he's not going to make 28 ballots. He's going to be under 28 ballots if he runs. There's a real chance that come you know November, we won't be talking about him at all. Like he won't even be a part of the picture.
0: It, it doesn't surprise me, but they're going to make sure. I mean, they're going to hammer him uh, any which way they can.
2: By the way, you're hearing the talk about it now, but they are already well underway. They, this didn't just get started. They, they were, they've got these tricks. Matt Taibbi wrote a, col- uh, a couple of columns two weeks ago where he laid out the various things that the Democratic Party does that are incredibly anti-democratic. It's, it's an amazing set of pieces.
0: Uh, I want to point out that the Republicans aren't above this either.
2: Nope. Nope. No, no, no. They've challenged. They've challenged us in states, you know, on, on various things. Like, you know, we can't read these signatures, or you know, we notice that uh, one person on this on this entire sheet of petition is not actually in the district. They said that they were, and so we're going to throw out all the signatures. They, you know, they have all kinds of games that they've played over the years too. And in Ohio, uh, where I live, they took the party completely out. They they found a way uh, because they wanted John Kasich to be able to run for re-election without opposition. Uh, they found a way to. Uh, uh, to basically take away the secured state party ballot status, which was expensive and complicated both to get and then to maintain. But they just simply took it away. They just simply took it away. They invented something. We went to court, got nowhere.
0: We're back on in Ohio, aren't we?
2: You know, I don't know the uh, status on that at this very hour. Yeah, so well, they, they don't like party status. Ohio is one of the harder states to get, that's one of the bigger prizes. And so most people that run for libertarian nomination of any kind there run as an independent because the barriers are lower to be an independent, but to get party status lying. So it's it's extraordinary because like if you run as an independent for Congress, you have to get like at at the time. I don't know what the rules are today, but at the time that I was involved, we had to get like 1600 ballot signatures, which meant 3000 gross roughly, and the, the local Republican or local Democrat could go to their uh, dinners, pass out a petition and get 20, the 25 signatures they need right on the spot. So to get, that same, to, get to that parity, we had to go out and do a 65,000 uh, uh, signature statewide petition uh, to get that party line. So we had basically the same privilege of just being able to get our candidates on with 25 signatures apiece. And that's what was taken away from the party in 2014.
0: Major parties don't want to give it up. All right, uh, Jim Babka, Grace Arkey, and uh, I'm telling you, uh, switch the title. I think you'll get a lot more hits. Okay. All right, Jim, thank you. Take care. Glad to have you on the Gary Nolan Show. Coming up, the Show Me Institute. Patrick Tuey is going to be with us, senior fellow at the Show Me Institute, Jackson County officials. Uh, sending the uh, Royals and Chiefs tax uh, tax to voter they want a tax to vote well, what is going on? Well we'll find out next on the Gary Nolan show
1: this is the Gary Nolan show.